0: what's up everybody welcome back to the podcast a shower all right man back in it for another fucking episode of this dumb shit and uh, been drinking all day, so hopefully this one's going to be a fucking banger, dude. Um, first and foremost, I meant to say this shit last week. RIP to the big homie Biz Marquee, dude. I uh, was really happy. Uh, not happy. Wow. Already started off fucking up. Was really bummed to hear about his fucking death, dude. Uh, just a friend is seriously a staple for anybody, like, at a party or something, you know, you just playing it, but not only that, dude was a a hip-hop icon, and it's a big loss, man. So, RIP to the big homie, I'll pull one out for him real quick. And, uh, yeah, that's how we're going to start off. I fucking forgot uh, last week, so, fuck, it's all good. That being said, let's give a congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks, they ultimately bested the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Phoenix Suns went up 2-0 in the NBA Finals, and Milwaukee Bucks just came punching back, won four games straight, won the NBA Finals. Uh, I was a little bummed about it. I was rooting for the Suns, but, man, after watching Giannis just celebrate on Instagram and be so fucking wholesome, I got the burps. These seltzers are giving them to me. I'm happy for the Bucks, dude. It's all it's it's nothing but love. Uh you know, they're the they're an Eastern Conference rival for the 76ers and I should be mad and all that shit, but Giannis bent his fucking knee backwards in I think the in a Hawks game in the fucking Eastern Conference Finals and dude straight up didn't give a shit. He came back and he fought Really hard, and he started making his free throws, and everyone was fucking doing the countdown and shit and talking shit to him. But you know what? He has the fucking ring. So congrats to the Bucks. I'm really happy for him. And it was a it was a cool series, dude. uh Wish it would have went to Game Seven because Game Sevens in the NBA Finals are just lit as fuck. So it's whatever. Uh, it's it wasn't lit this time, but it's okay. It was still fun. And now, football season is upon us in two weeks. Football season approaching. Easy season approaching. You know what I'm saying? Okay, cool! And that shit will be coming up anytime soon. I think uh, the NFL Hall of Fame game is August 5th or something like that. Uh, two weeks from yesterday. 13 days away. So, we're getting there. Can't fucking wait for football season. I'm going to give you guys my two early division winner predictions at the end of this podcast. We'll save it. Got a lot of other stuff to get into. Uh, Yeah, man. So yesterday, I'm recording this on a Friday night. It feels like I'm doing the growler pod again. It feels nice. It feels like I'm back in the routine. You know, I was pre-gaming all day. It was just getting loose and shit. So it feels nice. I feel good. Um, so last night, Kanye West premiered-ish his album at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, and uh, he sold it out, and it it was like a live streaming event on Apple TV and shit, and I sat there, it was supposed to start at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, it did not, of course, I sat there until it started, and I just waited patiently, and I drank a 12-pack of seltzers, And that's okay. And then when it finally started, I sat there in awe and I watched it. And the album was okay. If we could put the scale up right here. We're going to do ten stars this time. Uh, I'll probably give it like a six and a half. Maybe. Six. Well, Well, final answer six. Six stars. Uh. To me, nothing's ever gonna top... I was listening to Yeezus all day today, man, and nothing's really ever gonna top that album. For me, Dark Fantasy's perfect. 808s and Heartbreak, obviously, was, like, light years ahead of its time, and still, like, if you listen to it, it it just... It doesn't seem like it was made in the time it was made, but... He... Overall was just so ahead of his time and maybe I still don't understand like the newer style of music. So maybe people hear Donda, which is his new album differently than I do. Cause I'm just expecting the Kanye that I know I'm expecting the Kanye from Jesus or the Kanye from dark fantasy or the Kanye from life of Pablo, so on and so forth. I don't, really keep up with music too much anymore because <laughs> it's mostly bullshit now it's mostly just mumble rap and dumb whatever the fuck you know and not not to say all music is but um most like mainstreamish kind of music is and kanye would probably fit into the mainstream category but this album as i was sitting there watching the the live stream last night. I can't re- I can't count how many songs it was. It, it was really strange to decipher what would actually be a song and what wouldn't be a song. And the album was supposed to come out today, and it didn't, of course, because Kanye is a fucking asshole. It'll probably come out, if it comes out, it'll probably come out in a week or two. But... At this point, I have my doubts that it'll actually come out, and that's fine. Uh, But going back to the album, uh, it was kind of it was hard to decipher what was a song and what wasn't a song. But every song to me just defined an era or like a genre of of Kanye's life. There was a college dropout song, you know, like sounding. There was a college dropout song. There was a late registration song. There was a graduation song. There was uh, a dark fantasy song. There was a Yeezus song. There was a fucking kids see ghostish type song. There was um, fucking A Cruel Summer. A, uh, fucking Life of Pablo. There was plenty of the fucking Jesus is King sounding gospel type whatever. And there was a Watch the Throne one. Got something in my fucking tongue? Cool. Um, Not to spoil it, if you didn't watch it, honestly, fuck you. You should get it spoiled for you. Uh, The last song had a verse from Jay-Z, and they've they've been in a big fight for a long time, so it was really cool to just hear Jay-Z on a track with him again. And Jay-Z said it's the return of the throne or some shit like that. So they're kind of teasing Watch the Throne 2, and that was fucking awesome. So it was just every single version of Kanye you could possibly imagine mashed into one really strange album. And I don't know if that album is going to sound like that when it actually comes out. It probably won't. Kanye hasn't released it yet, and that's probably the reason why. He's just editing the shit out of it. He'll He'll probably change the entire thing, and you won't even recognize a single song from the live stream or whatever and honestly that's fine too i was just happy to to get the live stream and to see the live stream and experience it he hasn't put out uh something that i cared about in a long time yay i was really excited for the album yay to come out and it was fucking garbage and kidsy ghost was fucking awesome And the Nas album was awesome. And Daytona is fucking amazing. Obviously, I used the entire album for uh, my video sports. Just the whole fucking album. It was all Push T songs. The Tiana Taylor album he produced was fucking amazing. He still has the production in him. He just chooses to do weird shit and constantly question himself and rewrite everything. And that... Is a little frustrating at times. But I understand it. You know. Coming from the side of somebody who. Makes things. I understand it. This fucking Instagram live quit. So. We'll just go ahead and quit that. And. Let it go. Uh, But yeah dude. I really hope he actually goes through with putting the album out. Because. I've been thinking about it all day. I just want to listen to it again. But knowing Kanye West, it won't fucking happen. And that's okay. I got to see the live stream, so I got to hear some of the music, and it's, it's fine. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to listen to it though, I'm, I'm really sorry to kind of spoil some shit for you. But fuck, it was, it was cool. It was good. He wore the all red suit. I thought he had red October's on. He did not. But uh, the last time he wore the red all red suit, I want to say was a 2008 MTV VMAs or something. 2008 might be the wrong year, but he played Runaway for the first time. It was before Dark Fantasy came out, and he played Runaway on a piano, and. I'll never forget that performance, dude. I think about that shit all the time. I think he played it on an all-white piano. Was wearing the all-red suit. He had Red Octobers for sure on at that VMA performance. That shit was cool, dude. Yeah. He's come a long way. And, you know, he's gone through a lot of shit. And I jokingly say, you know, I'm not a fan of him because he's fucking losing his mind or whatever, but... I don't really mean that shit, dude. I, uh, I'll support him through and through. I, I sat there for three hours last night waiting for this live stream to start that never fucking started at the time it was supposed to, and it's cool. And now I'm I'm sitting here waiting for the album to come out. That's, if we're being honest, probably not going to come out, and that's okay. <sighs> oh, I almost showed up. moving on though, dude. Uh, I want to say thank you to everybody who's, you know, listening and watching the podcast. Uh, really, really appreciate it. I've gotten a lot of compliments still over the three episodes that I've recorded. And that's cool, dude. I'm glad you guys are liking it. Uh, people are interacting with me, you know, telling me stuff I should do or stuff I shouldn't do. And I'm happy about that. Um, I saw on Twitter today... uh, I was looking on the Explore page this afternoon to see if Donda was trending. To see if it had come out yet. And I was refreshing Spotify and all the other music sources over and over to see if it had come out yet. And... I f- came across an article that says from the San Francisco Chronicle that said, and first of all, I want to preface this by saying I'm not trying to shit on this dude because, you know, to each their own or whatever, it's fine. But this article's headline says he couldn't get over his fiance's death, so he brought her back as an AI chatbot. And then, I guess the opening line of the article says, The death of a woman he loved was too much to bear. Could a mysterious website allow him to speak with her once more? Now that caught my attention for multiple reasons. One, because the headline is honestly pretty funny. And two, a few years ago a movie came out called Her and surely this guy had seen it. Why are you going to get yourself into that, dude? There's no reason to do that. I was trying to scroll down just now on my screenshot like it fucking was actually Twitter. Uh, like, I'm not trying to shit on the dude, but don't do that to yourself, man. You got to fucking, you got to cope. You got to fucking let it go. And honestly, I don't even know where I was going with this. I wanted to make fun of it, but you know I can't really start it off with saying I, I'm not trying to shit on the dude and then shit on the dude, because I really do want to shit on the dude. But you know what? I'll I'll fucking let it go. It's alright. I'll fucking let it go, dude. Anyway, I don't I don't know. Don't turn your fucking girlfriend into a computer. Watch the movie here. If, you, if you've seen the movie Her, or you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it, fucking watch it. And then you'll know, and then it gets real fucking weird. Or the fucking, um, the movie Smart House in, like, the early 2000s, probably, from fucking Disney. Don't make, don't make things AI. They'll, they'll just come fucking kill you. Let's see when Smart House came. Dude, that movie ripped. I got so many burps. 99. Okay. And uh, the lady from (coughs) Married with Children was the star, I'm pretty sure. Bro, no way. LeVar Burton directed Smart House? You're fucking kidding me, dude. What the fuck? Her name's Katie... Segal or Seagull or something, anyway. The lady from Married with Children. And uh, I think she was on the motorcycle fucking show. Uh, Sons of Anarchy. Bro, D- LeVar, I almost called him Bavar Lurton. Oh! Dude. He directed Smart House? You, li- you literally learn something new every day. That's fucking insane. That's a banger fucking director role, dude. Let's see if we can find a trailer for Smart House on YouTube. I guarantee we can. Smart House was such a good movie. I was typing nothing for a while. That's cool. Oh, hell yeah. Ah, this is four minutes long. I don't want to watch that. But I'm just a regular fucking promo. DCOM. Oh, Disney Channel original movie. All right, 30 seconds. Here we go.
1: Computerized home for his family. We won? Complete with a cyber housekeeper programmed by the clever inventor Sarah Barnes. Mm. But when dad starts dating her, emotions run haywire. I don't want anyone to get the idea that we need a new mom. And Ben's not the only one friend. You can't be <laughs> mother pack. You're not real. So now this smart family.
0: I remember that fucking scene where he says, uh, We need a new mom or whatever the fuck. So much. I remember watching that on a tube TV so much.
1: Pull together to deprogram a very smart house. It's Disney Channel's original movie, Smart House. Tomorrow at 8, 7 central on Disney Channel. (laughs)
0: Dude, that was such a... Let's watch it again. (laughs) That was such a fucking good movie, man. Let's watch it.
1: Ben Cooper has just won a computer. Ben Cooper, it's home for his family. Wait, what? Complete with a cyber.
0: Hold the fuck up. He won a contest at school where he wins a goddamn house, like a smart house. I understand the movie's called Smart House. He wins a fucking contest at school to win a fucking house.
1: Okay, cool. Keeper programmed by the clever inventor Sarah Barnes. But when Dad starts dating her, emotions run haywire. I don't want anyone to get. That-
0: emotions run haywire. <laughs> we need a
1: new mom. And Ben's not the only one. Fra- uh
0: What did he say? I don't get anyone. Uh, fucking getting the idea that we need a new mom. Ben's
1: not the only one, friend. You can't
0: be our mother's okay. not Hey. This is gonna be a bitch in editing. A-wire. I don't
1: want anyone to get the idea that we need a new mom. And Ben's not the only one friend. I don't you want
0: anyone to get parents. the idea that You're we need real, a new mom. So.
1: Now this smart family has to pull together to deprogram a very smart house. It's Disney Channel's original movie, Smart House, tomorrow at 8 7 Central on Disney Channel.
0: Dude, I am pretty fucking sure that when Smart House came out, Burger King put out like a some sort of promotional game to uh, maybe write a song or something. Let me see. Wow. Riddled with spelling errors. I typed... Well, I'm going to give you the correct version of what I typed. Burger King Smart House Contest 1999. (laughs) That's not what I typed. Uh, But the third headline or let me see. One, two, three, four. Fifth headline says Chocolate Whopper. That sounds terrible. Oh, this is in 2018. It looks terrible. What the fuck is this? Oh is it was an April Fool's Day thing? This thing looks gnarly as shit though. Alright. Don't even remember where we got off on that tangent, but it's all good. Man, there was so many fucking good Disney Channel original movies. Let's fucking let's look some other ones up. Oh, uh, what did they call them? Docms? No, Dcoms. Trailers, Disney Channel original movies. Uh, man, there was like fucking back in my day, shit. Weed is tight. Weed is tight. Uh, dad napped. Okay. Smart house. Smart House is 20 years old? 22 years old. Wow, I'm old as fuck. Uh, man, what was some other ones? Xenon, the 21st century girl, for sure. Didn't see that, but I just remembered it. Brink. Brink was a fucking banger. What were some other ones, man? That girl looks like Chelsea Peretti. Wow, don't remember. Under Wraps? How long was that? Are they remaking Under Wraps? I think Under Wraps was a movie before, though. Uh, Shit. I guess it'd have to just be something I fucking looked up. Yeah. There were so many good ones, though. Lizzie McGuire movie... There it is. Here's Brink. Let's watch this trailer.
1: Tonight, catch a Disney Channel original movie, Brink. Oh, yes, a massive co out rap. Andy Brinker and his friends all have one thing on their mind.
0: His name's Andy Brinker. No one's name is that.
1: So, wait. These guys, it <laughs> pretty fast. They're over the top and on the edge of everything. Yeah, man. But these kids aren't just getting through life. Yes. They're taking it to the Brink. Uh, Nine hundred...
0: These kids aren't just getting through life. They're taking it to the brink. Two and a half rotations in the air.
1: Brace yourself for Disney Channel's original movie, Brink. Tonight at 730, 630 Central. <laughs> Miami, part of Zook Weekends.
0: I like how I, I shit all over that trailer, but I was, like, praising Brink so hard. Dude. Brink was fucking fire, though, man. I can shit on it all I want, but... I mean, that promo was funny, as so. hell. All right, there's a, there's a YouTube account called Dedicated to Disney. Let's watch some other trailers. Surely there's other trailers. Just want to find at least another good one. What were some other fucking bangers, dude? Starstruck. None of these are ringing a bell. It was, I guess, to me, it was just fucking whatever. Brink and the other one. I already forgot it. Smart House. Wow. Oh dude was Blank Check a Disney movie? Well had to be. We're watching it. This is the Checkers game. Fucking ads. God damn it. I'm pissed now.
1: From Walt Disney Pictures. This morning Waters got something. That's your dad to do going to change his life. check. No, he's buying more stuff. You have the
0: house. Hold the fuck up. The premise of this movie was uh the guy from Twin Peaks hit him in a limo on his bike and gave him a blank fucking check. Alright
1: What is got something? On my bike? Check your dad, he'll know what to do. That's going to change his life. Miguel
0: Ferrara, I think, is his name. RIP.
1: He's buying more stuff. You know a house. Meeting more women. The baby brother comes into his own <laughs> and stopping three crushes. I'm gonna get you, kid. From taking
0: all this money. <laughs> I'm gonna get you, kid. Oh,
1: this thing's blank check. Now playing at a theater near you. Check newspaper for showtime.
0: Oh, this is an actual movie, not a fucking. D-C-O-M, as they say in the business. That's Oh, yeah. Just when I think you've said the stupidest thing ever, you keep talking. I just picked a random button, and that worked perfectly, because I fucked up talking, and I'm pissed. You know, I don't know. I don't know how... Like uh, Blake Anderson from the podcast This Is Important decides what to play. And he plays them quick, dude. (laughs) Fuck. I don't even know where the fuck. Where did I even start with that? And then we just were watching the trailer for fucking Blank Check. Whatever. I gotta respond to this text real quick. Disrespect. And look at that, we're done. Just like that. Um I still wanna do my too early division predictions. But I would also like to get into some. Nope. How do I get it wrong, dude? I should know. I would also like to. That means misconnections. Buckle up. I meant to add that sound effect. I think I said I would do it on episode one, and I still have not done it. It would only take me like five seconds, and you know uh we'll just we'll just read a couple misconnections and then we'll get into uh um, the sports talk how about that cool cool but first ranch water prickly pear seltzer Seltzer skill. Let me get one more. Prickly pear flavor. Doo-doo-doo. A solid three of five. Now, misconnections. Uh, again, I'm going into these completely blind. Usually. I used to, like, on the growler pod, when we'd read them, I would have them screenshotted and saved. Now, I feel like it's funnier to go into them blind. So, you might hear me fucking just kind of skimming and rambling through some things. For now, this is the first one I think sounds interesting. Subject line, hotel coaching. Coach in town. If any other guys need some coaching on touchdowns, hit me up. If this is you age and stats to start, no smoking. Riddled with errors. I like it, though. I mean, if you need some fucking coaching on touchdowns, this is your guy. The fuck? (laughs) Oh, shit. That one was full blind. Full blind. Maybe I should fucking skim through the other ones. Uh, No. Uh, No. Okay, this one's super vague. Subject line help you get into shape. Anyone need help losing weight this summer? Hey bud, sounds like you need to put out a puckin' a pucking. Yeah, a puckin' personal ad, bro. I guess that's what misconnections kinda are, huh? Pucking personal ads. That's cool. Uh oh man. Subject line the girl at the flying J. To the girl at the Flying J I held the door for. Shoot. Okay, let me start over. Because he didn't put any punctuation, so it's just like a big run on sentence. To the girl I held. Wow, I fucked it up already. To the girl at the Flying J I held the door for. Short, cute, with freckles. If you're reading this, please by all means send me your number. I would have given you a free shower. (laughs) Reach out to me, I'd like to get to know you. Holy fucking shit, I thought it was just gonna be a nice wholesome fucking misconnection. And then he said, I'll give you a free shower. Okay, you're a fucking weirdo. She's never gonna contact you. She's not gonna be like, oh wow, this guy held the fucking door open for me. Let me get on Craigslist and see if I can find him. Also, there's so many factors. Number one, you're at a Flying J. That's a travel center. On I-40, so many people are going in and out. Secondly, we live in Texas at least. I mean, people hold the door open for people all the time. That's common fucking courtesy around these parts. And thirdly, if she even by some fucking fraction of a chance found this... I would have given you a free showers, scaring her away. Muted. Wrong one. Okay? Okay? Would have given you a free shower. God damn it, man. <laughs> These motherfuckers, dude. I love it, though. This is what we're here for. This is how we get the fucking... You know what I'm saying, though? These fucking... Misconnections Alright. Those were all Amarillo. Let's see if we can find a at least one more fucking banger man. Surely we can. Uh, okay. Dude, all the ones in Lubbock are like this one says company, need company. This one says M looking for older M Stats number. This one says lost buddy. Lost buddy. Like, bro, you fucking kidding me? Be more specific. All right, Wichita Falls. Let's see what you got. You got to have something for me. Mm. Dude, we're getting let down. Alright, we gotta, we gotta get one more banger, dude. One more before it's over. Before it's all said and done. Oh, here we go. Another fucking Flying J one. This is uh from Oklahoma City. Subject line OTR, I guess on the road. Flying J trucker. We met. You were from Ohio, Iowa. You were very masculine, muscular, about 35, 38, white. Very hairy body, married. The time spent in shower room number eight has been unforgettable. I hope you see this and will hit me back. Me, white, very submissive and very attractive. You liked something I was wearing and asked me if it was real. I live close, hope to see you. But similar, guys welcomed to reply with pick or no reply well that line is a little confusing and then it also he checked the box that says do not contact me unsolicited services or officers um yeah that's a little confusing man you giving off mixed signals there bud also so this dude was just getting railed in the ass in a shower room number eight seems like he just wants to go hang out in shower room number eight because he said similar guys welcomed with a pick or no reply i don't really understand that part of everything but you know i don't know at all and that's okay so that's that's really all I got on misconnections. Uh it's been it's been pretty dry the last couple weeks. But that's all right, you know. They'll start picking back up. I honestly should just try and find some banger screenshots throughout the week where I can just, you know, rifle them off instead of finding them on the spot, but I've been having a good time opening them completely blind like the first one I read tonight I don't even remember the fuck it said but man I was cracking the fuck up at that shit anyway dude so today is July 23rd when this comes out it will be fucking late July I don't know when when is that fucking Saturday Sunday Monday Tuesday Wednesday the 28th and NFL training camp will officially have been started Preseason's going to be fucking the week after this one comes out on Wednesday when you're listening to it. Preseason's going to be pretty much started up. So NFL season is upon us. Now, I would like to get... Pause for a drink. My way-too-early division predictions on Wax. These are way too early. You know, people can fucking get hurt or, you know, doesn't really matter. I mean, NFL is literally the definition of any given Sunday. This is what I think. We're going to start with the NFC. We're going to go Northeast, Southwest, AFC, same way. Here we go. Do we got a fucking drum roll? Uh, What do we got? We got this. That's close enough. (laughs) It's not close enough at all. Uh, All right. NFC. We're going to start with the North. Uh, No one really knows what's going on with the Aaron Rodgers situation. He could, could not be on the team. Um, Right now, in my mind... I think, as far as my prediction goes, I think, yes, he's going to play. But there is a giant part of me that thinks he might just sit the season out. I don't think he's going to get traded or anything like that. I think no matter what, he's going to be a Packer this season. Whether, he, whether or not he plays is a different matter. My prediction is based on him being the starter for the Green Bay Packers. So I'm picking the Green Bay Packers in the NFC North, uh, they're obviously the best team in the division, Jared Goff is with the Lions, that gets them a little bit better, you know, uh, they're still not the greatest fucking team, they have a new head coach, I think he was the tight ends coach for the Saints or something, uh, Kirk Cousins is just gonna be Kirk Cousins for the Vikings forever, I really do like what the Bears can be with Justin Fields, but he's a rookie quarterback, so that's always just a giant toss-up. And Justin Fields is mainly the reason I am really excited to watch the preseason of the NFL this year. Because they said he's going to get a lot of playing time, and I'm just really, I don't know, I'm just fucking, I'm just stoked for football to be back, and I'm, I'm really excited to see what Justin Fields brings to the table. But... For right now, and I'm going to keep it on wax. And so at the end of the year, whatever I'm wrong at, you know, we can fucking tally some shit up or whatever, and I'll fucking take as many shots as I'm wrong or something like that. Right now, we got Green Bay Packers, NFC North. The NFC East. Uh, I'm going full homer. Obviously, picking the fucking Philadelphia Eagles. I uh, can never tell my back on my team. I. Honestly, not even just being a homer. I, I think they have a lot of potential. Uh, Jalen Hurts is very unproven in the NFL. And what I saw from him over four games last year, I really liked. And I truly think he's he's a, a great option at quarterback. And yes, this is a prove-it year for him, and I understand that, and that's okay. And I'm, I'm just excited for him to go out there and prove what he can do. I, I watched him at Alabama, and I watched him at Oklahoma, and he has a lot of potential. And to get thrown in the last four games of the season in fucking Doug Peterson and whatever the fuck his name, Mike Groh's goddamn vanilla offense where they would never, ever do anything fucking exciting and still succeed is is awesome and I have a lot of faith in him getting Devontae Smith is amazing they already played together at Alabama so they have a good connection and yes our team is very unproven and very young but I think we have a lot of potential and the NFC East has always been really uncompetitive I know the Giants have very much upgraded their offense and their defense. Washington is all defense. They have Ryan Fitzpatrick as their starter, so it's like, eh, who knows. And Dallas is just Dallas. They're, it, to me, it really doesn't matter how good Dallas is. They're always just going to be Dallas. They're always going to kind of underachieve and that's going to piss a lot of people off but guess what i'm going to have a lot of fucking hot takes and it doesn't fucking matter dude um and if they end up winning the division, cool that's all good uh Dallas does have a really great roster but Mike McCarthy really isn't shit Dan Quinn really isn't shit so we'll see uh and that's not to fucking say that the Eagles are fucking you know Superior, but um, it's a true homer pick that the Eagles are going to win the NFC East, and I'm going to stick by it. So, there we go. Moving on. NFC South, obviously going Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Fucking Super Bowl champions. How could you not pick them, you know? Uh, Drew Brees retired, so the Saints are kind of out. Uh, Carolina Panthers, they've all... They've just been kind of wishy-washy forever. Yeah, they upgraded with Sam Darnold over uh, Teddy Two Gloves, but you know, uh, I like Sam too. I was a big Sam Darnold guy. I really hope he succeeds. I hope he pans out. But for now, they're okay. They'll uh, they'll they'll probably finish second, third in the division maybe. Uh, and then the Falcons. Uh, I mean, Matt Ryan's still he's still there. Good quarterback. They got Kyle Pitts. They got Calvin Ridley. They lost Julio Jones to the Titans. Uh, I don't know. Who knows what the fuck's going to... I think the Falcons are like full-on new coaching staff, if I'm not mistaken. Can't remember. I know they got Arthur Smith from the Titans, but I can't remember if that was last year. It's irrelevant. Uh, yeah, Brady and the bucks they're winning the South for sure. So we can move on to the NFC West. This division is definitely the most complicated in the NFL. Rams are stacked. Seahawks are stacked. 49ers are stacked. They have a real big question mark at quarterback. Garoppolo is fine but stays hurt. Trey Lance is a rookie, but has a lot of upside. And then, uh, who's the other fucking team in the division? Who did I name? Rams, Seahawks, Forty Oh, Cardinals. And then the Cardinals. To me, Cliff Kingsbury is the one holding the Cardinals back. I never understood the hiring of Cliff Kingsbury. He was never good at Texas Tech. So I don't understand what they thought would translate over from the NFL to... Or from the, from the college program to the NFL. Now, he's done a lot better in the NFL than I thought he would. I'll give him that. But I think that's also a lot of Kyler Murray. And I think this is Kyler's third year. I think it's... All of their third years. Uh, Look, Arizona's defense is constantly getting better. Uh, They lost Patrick Peterson, but they added a lot of other pieces. Uh, They added A.J. Green on offense. So they got A.J. Green, D-Hop, upon other fucking people. Christian Kirk, and there's one other dude I'm, I'm like spacing the name on um, they're a solid team. Do I think they can win the division? No, because ultimately my choice is the Rams. Um, and I'll get there, but the Seahawks always just seem to be the same kind of team every year. Yes, they're good. They've never really like been bad in the Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll era. They're always there, you know, they're always just doing their thing and they constantly add pieces and lose pieces and add pieces and I think they'll be fine, you know that they'll probably if if they don't win the division, they'll they'll finish second. That's kind of just been where they're at for the most part for a while. And then moving on to the 49ers, as I alluded to earlier. Uh, ultimately, it comes down to their quarterback. Um, Jimmy G just... Jimmy G's health is the biggest concern for them. And they drafted Trey Lance. And I know they want to give Trey Lance a chance, but they also have Jimmy G on this contract, so I feel like the front office probably feels obligated to play Jimmy G. And I understand that. But me, ultimately, I think Trey Lance is the better option to go with. And, you know, who knows? He might win it out in the training camp battle, and that's fine, too. Either one of them, I still don't think they're going to overpower the Rams overall in the division. And it's a real bummer that the Rams lost Cam Akers the other day. Uh, I think it was yesterday, actually. He tore his Achilles, and, you know wish the best for him i hope he recovers well and everything but that is kind of a big blow to the rams but adding matthew stafford really helps the rams chances overall in the division i i still don't i'm not going to fucking ride their dick like the media does and say oh super bowl whatever 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 cuz that's they made it to the super bowl once with jared goff and todd gurley and all these other pieces, and scored three fucking points. So, and Jared Goff wasn't the fucking problem. Sean McVay just straight up choked in the Super Bowl. And Belichick did Belichick, and took away the best parts of their offense. And it sucks to suck. Uh, but, I mean, for now, I'm picking the Rams to win the division... And I picked this before the Cam Akers injury, but that's really not hindering my decision to any like degree. Uh, they still have that kid Daryl Henderson or something, and I'm sure they're going to add another veteran. I mean, hey, Todd Gurley's out there still. Uh, the Eagles have a plethora of running backs. We have Miles Sanders, On Johnson, uh, Jordan Howard, Boston Scott, and we drafted a kid. So, surely we could trade one of those pieces. If they can give us a cornerback or something, we need someone opposite a slay. Uh, but that's another conversation for another time, and that's okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm still riding with the Rams. um, I I just really think Matthew Stafford adds a uh, a better element than Jared Goff did to their to their offense, so I think it gives them the step up. And now on to the AFC. <clears throat> I'm gonna go in the same order: northeast, southwest, starting with the AFC North which features the Browns, Bengals, Steelers, and Ravens. This is honestly one of the most fun divisions in football right now, uh, with the exception of the Bengals a little bit. I think Joe Burrow really is going to change the outlook of the Bengals overall. <clears throat> and they drafted T. Higgins, which they have a, a really good... Er, fucking. T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. They drafted T. Higgins last year. Drafted Jamar Chase, which they had a connection with um, at LSU. I personally think they should have drafted a O lineman. You know, Joe was running for his fucking life last year, and unfortunately tore his ACL. And but they've they've made some off season moves to kind of sure up the O line a little bit, and that's cool. You know, they're looking out for him a little bit. Getting Jamar Chase, you know, is probably really gonna help him. That that's gonna build his confidence. That's a confident target he believes in at all times that he can throw to. He also has T. Higgins and he has uh the fucking tight end, can't remember his fucking name, and Tyler Boyd. Uh you know, they have some they have some good pieces. So I don't think the Bengals are Bingles. Bengals are gonna be like super bad. I still think they're probably going to finish last in their division just because the division is so, so strong. So I'm going to say Bengals last. Um, I'm not going to go in the order, but... Uh, so you got the Ravens. The Ravens are always, you know, the Ravens are always competing. They're always going to be there. They added Sammy Watkins. Uh, I think that they drafted some people too the Ravens are always going to be good and they're always going to compete for that number one shot to me though I truly think the Browns are going to take it this year because I mean look what they did last year they went so far they whooped the Steelers I'm sorry Aubrey in, in the playoffs they just came out firing and I personally think they would have beat the Chiefs if it wasn't for that bullshit no call where dude fucking got his head rocked in the end zone or whatever that ultimately to me decided the game. And I just think they've, they've shored up different pieces, uh, throughout the draft and everything this year that they're going to, They're going to compete for that number one spot. And I ultimately think they're going to get there. And the only people standing in their way is the Steelers. And the Steelers are great. And uh, they reported training camp yesterday, I think, or the day before. And Big Ben looks great. I can't deny that. And they got Najee Harris in the draft. And he's a fucking tremendous running back. So that's going to sure up a lot of the Steelers' offense. And I think... They're going to play great. I don't think they'll have as good of a season as they did last year. Last year was just such a, such an asterisk for, like, the whole league. It was so fucking weird, man. Like, some fans, no fans, COVID weeks, delays. You know, it, it was fucking weird, dude. So things are going to be a lot different this season. I'm excited for that for a lot of reasons. But ultimately, I'm rocking the Browns to win the NF or AFC North final answer treat yourself don't know why I pressed that but it worked all right moving on AFC East this one's pretty obvious going with the bills uh, the bills to me right now are the best team in the vision and <laughs> vision so drunk are the best team in the division. Uh, I mean, they made it to the AFC Championship last year. Josh Allen has really developed well. The whole team, you know, just has a great rhythm. Uh, Honestly, I think that they're going to trade for Zach Ertz, and that's going to open up a whole other passing target element for Josh Allen. They have Dawson Knox, and he's a great player. I'm not trying to take anything away from him. But if they added Zach Ertz, he's just a reliable pass-catching target. Just kind of midfield, which is what they need. And that also diverts the attention off the defense and can get a Stephon Diggs or X player open. They lost John Brown, I think, to the Raiders. But, you know, the Bills... For the most part, haven't really changed. And they made it to the championship game last year. And I think they are going to win the division this year. Uh, Dolphins should be fine. You know, it really, a lot hinges on Tua. Um, The national media just constantly rips Tua so hard. And I don't really understand that. You know, he was a rookie last year. And he only played... a. A decent amount. He didn't play a lot. And everyone's like, oh, wow, he's a fucking bust. It's like, eh, fucking give him a chance, man. Give him a chance to be the starter. So, I'm excited to watch Tua. Um, Brian Flores is a great coach. They have a good defense over there. So, the Dolphins are always going to be competing. I just personally think the Bills are going to win it. Uh, As far as the Patriots go, you know... Uh, either if it if it's Cam or Mac Jones, I just I really don't s- I like Mac a little more than Cam Jones or Cam Jones, Cam Newton right now. Um, uh, but I also I I would like to see what Cam can do with a a full offseason program and being able to be around all the players and have these good practices and whatnot. And they added a lot of weapons. Jonu Smith, Hunter Henry, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar. I don't really consider him a weapon. He had a great season in Oakland. That's good and well, but whatever. Uh, but that's, that's going to help whoever's the quarterback out a lot. And, uh, whoever is the starting quarterback, I'm, I'm excited to watch it. It's, It makes it kind of fun to watch the Patriots again. It's not like, ah, fuck Tom Brady, whatever. So that'll be cool. And the Jets. Jets are just going to be the Jets. I I don't like Zach Wilson. I never was high on Zach Wilson in the draft or anything like that. So I don't care. If he's great, cool. Uh, My take will just be fucking garbage. But to me, eh, whatever. Move on. And move on, we will, to the AFC South, where I believe the Tennessee Titans will prevail. Now, it's ultimately going to come down to the Titans or the Colts because the Texans are a fucking shit show for the most part. Deshaun Watson most likely will never play a snap for them again. Their whole situation is just fucking destroyed team wise, whatever. Look, I like Tarod Taylor. He'll be fine for them as an interim quarterback. Uh but no. Texans might no, not even might. I'll put it on wax. Texans will be the worst team in the NFL next year. For sure. Moving on. uh, <clears throat> The Jaguars have Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence. And I know probably just going to get a lot of shit about it, whatever. You know, Trevor Lawrence is a rookie quarterback. Urban Meyer's never fucking coaching the NFL, to my knowledge. He might have. If you want to come at me and fucking hit me with knowledge, that's cool. Um... But the fuck was that? Um, Jesus Christ. Getting a lot of texts. Um, I just really don't think they're going to do that great. They, they won't be that bad. And who knows? They might fucking just go out there and kill it. And I'm happy to eat my words. If so, I'm excited to watch the Jaguars. I'm excited to watch Trevor Lawrence as... A uh, rookie quarterback. And fucking Tim Tebow, you know, <laughs> as a tight end. Oh, dude, hold on. Breaking news. Uh, It appears Donda, the Kanye West album, will be coming out August 6th of fucking course. Wow. This motherfucker, dude. Whoops. Well, dropped my phone. Didn't do that on purpose, but it's honestly a perfect reaction because I'm pissed off. It's all good. I don't remember where the fuck I was at. And I shouldn't have locked my phone because I need to see my predictions. I don't remember where that? was at. Tim Tebow? Yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, and then the fucking Colts. Um, yeah, Carson Wentz went there. He needed a fresh start. I'm very happy for Carson. I would like to preface anything I'm about to say by saying that. I'm happy for Carson. He needed that fresh start. And I believe he will do better. Not in Philadelphia. That being said, I don't think the Colts are going to be that great. Uh, they basically have a whole new coaching, coaching staff. Oh yeah, dude. Where is it? For fuck's sake. Sensational. Uh, because the whole fucking coaching staff is, uh, with the Eagles now. Um, Anyway, I mean that that that's ne- neither here nor there. I just they 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 can be really fucking good if Carson plays like 2017. And the whole fucking national media and Philadelphia fan base has been saying that about Carson since 2017. So, you know what? That's been four fucking years. So if he does it good, I I'll, I'll be fucking happy for him. I'm rooting for Carson to do good. I don't want him to go out there and fall on his fucking face and be an embarrassment. It's all good that he's gone. It's Jalen Hurts time now in Philadelphia, so I'm fine with that. But I I just really don't see it. Um, Nick Foles winning the Super Bowl crushed everything about him that could have been for a career, in my opinion. Plain and simple. And I'll just leave it at that. Uh, So that being said, I think the Titans are going to win the AFC South. (laughs) And then we can just wrap it up. Uh, Chiefs are going to win the AFC West. (laughs) Period. Don't even need to explain why. I think Herbert has a lot of upside for the Chargers. And uh, the Raiders are always fun. And uh, the Broncos are trash right now. And... Dude, if the Broncos could just get a quarterback, if they could, I mean, they might fucking get Aaron Rodgers. If they could get a quarterback, they're a fucking great team. They have a great defense. Uh, Fucking Judy, Hamler, fuck, whoever the fuck else they have. Can't really remember right now. No fan. The Broncos have great pieces. They just need a QB. And maybe Drew Locke can take the next step and, and be the guy. And I hope he can. I like Drew Locke. Or or Teddy Two Gloves. I'm cool with Teddy, too. Uh, but for now, Chiefs. So in summary, Bucks, Eagles, Packers, Rams. Chiefs, Bills, Browns, Titans. That's where we're at. We will revisit this uh, playoff time if I'm still doing this podcast by then, but hopefully I am. Um, This is the longest one I've done. I'm obviously wrapping it up right now, though. Um, Yeah, dude, I'm really excited to talk sports. It's easy to talk sports. I filled up, like, fucking 35 minutes, I feel like, of sports. And thank you guys for tuning in. This is, uh, what are we at? Number four, baby, big four. So... Really appreciate it. Tell your friends, like and subscribe, do all the follows and all the bullshit or whatever. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. And yeah. Thank you guys. I'll be back next week with some more juicy nuggets and some fresh misconnections. And until then, you guys take it easy. <laughs> Later.